Hey everyone, welcome to, I suppose this counts as the 10th episode, uh, numerically, of the Frostwalkers podcast. Um, in the last episode, you all had a semi-anticlimactic dealing with Tripwees, the leader of the Coven of Frost, and you secured Timschel's victory over that Coven of Hags. In a moment that felt like you were finally going to get some peace and quiet in your lives, um, a friend made by Leona <clears throat> in her time away, a tiefling named Mason, uh, informed you all of a white light that was um, taking things as he walked past. This white light at that moment enveloped you all, as if it was plot convenience, and you all ended up on a busy city street in the middle of somewhere you have no idea about, being chased by a group of humans with lances led by a minotaur, upon being led into a wall by a man in purplish skin and an, el an elven composure who said cryptically that he was Calum, he welcomed you to the plain of Ravnica. And that is where we start, in this man's laboratory. So give me a second to describe it. This laboratory is ridiculous to all of you who have lived in a small town in the magical world of Faerun seeing electric uh, electricity coming from small coils on the ceilings pipes emitting steam everywhere you go you walked in through a doorless wall that he pulled you through and upon that he seemed to press a button on the side hatch and now you hear the banging on that same wall as if they are now unable to get in. Uh, he welcomed you to Ravnica, and this ridiculous-looking, insane laboratory has papers all over the place, a small picture that seems to have him and another figure, and uh, just a lot of parts and pieces thrown about. What do you do? Um, what does this other figure in the picture look like? Ooh, you've never seen them before. Uh, you can roll Perception if you want to get some base details. Well, I'm assuming I've never seen them before. I've never been to this plane of existence. Okay, yeah, but I'm still making you roll Perception. <laughs> okay. Can we roll to figure out what plane this might be, and if we've ever heard about it? If you have, if you think that makes sense for your character to have any interplanar knowledge, go for it. Monsters from not. other planes? We'll go with it. <laughs> Just it roll flat know. wisdom. Sorry to know anything about this, so Sari's not going to roll at all. She's <laughs> just going to look around confused. Would a modified 20 tell me anything? Oof, okay. Modified 20 is real good, so I'll give you this. You've heard tell of the plane of Ravnica, along with other crazy planes throughout different multiverses, such as Eberron and the world of Barovia. There's all sorts of different universes the one thing you know of ravnica is it has another name to the people of faerun they refer to it as the city of guilds and you don't really know why hmm. and uh rowan what was that perception uh that was actually also a dirty 20 all right yeah i'll give you a few physical details. This person is shorter than the other in the picture by some height. They are wearing a lime green and teal outfit with some 
uh, red for contrast. They have bluish glasses and a fiery red skin to them. Uh, and white hair. It seems like the two of them in the picture with the Dirty 20 are working on something. Both of them handing each other different tools and pointing at different things. Mm. You could assume this is a picture of his lab partner. Mm. Mm. So, uh, he looks over to the lot of you and just goes, I'm assuming you have a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah, you can you say can that. say that. All right, I'm willing to answer, but we don't have much time. You just hear uh, still at the wall. He's just like the Boros Legion aren't a patient type. Sorry, raises her hand. Yes. So, is your name just not Calum? What are we supposed to call you? Because I'm gonna. Because we already have not Tiana, and this is going to get... No, 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 she's dead. We killed her. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. You can refer to me as Mel. That is fine. Mel? Mel, that's fine. Okay. That's, that's what I let my friends call me, and we're friends now. We are? Andre narrows her eyes at that. <laughs> are the By people front. knocking on you the door friends? Oh, no. Absolutely not. You see, the work I'm doing here is not technically greenlit. Right, he's a criminal. No. No, 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 no. You need to understand. I have the authority of the Is It League. Uh, the what? Th this is going. Oh yeah, you're not from here. This is going to take some doing. He uh, he kind of walks to a a thing in the center of the room, and you see. <clears throat> this uh, a, basically what would amount to a whiteboard and he kind of pulls a tarp over it and then seems to cast something and this little projector from the top just what onto the uh, is that? onto the it's just the sound of the projector warming up and you just see an image flash on the uh, <clears throat> on the the wall in uh, in front of you. It's a circular image that has <clears throat> uh, ten little smaller circle spokes with different signets surrounding a bigger circle that has the sun and moon orbiting a planet. I'll put it in the chat. <clears throat> that is what you see. He goes, Welcome to Ravnica, like I mentioned. This plane is inhabited by ten distinct guilds. Um, think of them as businesses, or eh, maybe it's best I run through the quick version of each. <clears throat> so, the happy little people currently outside are members of the Boros Legion. And he points to one of the spokes uh, that has a fist in the air with a uh, fiery uh, viscera coming out from the side of it. The Boros Legion are I guess, military and police wrapped up into one. They are the keepers of justice on the plane, at least that's what they claim. <clears throat> They're uh, rather str stringent on the rules. And that is why they are here today. Because they don't like me very much. Because I, for one, am not a big fan of the rules. Especially the rules that they like. 
<clears throat> Alternatively, I'm from the much better Is It League. He points to one with the symbol of a dragon. Even our, even our symbol's cooler. <clears throat> we, are, we are the inventors of Ravnica. We provide public work for the people. Things like the sewer systems, the piping, the light. All of those things you can thank the Is It League for. Um, <clears throat> we also have a rather big budget for research and development. We like to fiddle with things and figure out how things work, even if sometimes they work by exploding. <clears throat> well, that sounds fun. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty great life. So, Boros Legion, not bad inherently, but right now, they are not our friend. They... You see, I was greenlit this project by the leader of the Is It League. However... They didn't clear it with the Azorius. And he points to the one on the top, a triangular shape with a lot of runes etched into it. The Azorius create regulations. They are the law keepers of Ravnica. But <clears throat> the sad thing is, in their quest to make everything law and order, they take the freedom and mm. they're they're quite uppity. So they sound like buttheads. They work in tandem with the Boros. However, sometimes the laws that the Azorius write, the Boros find uh, unjust, in which case they will gloss over those particular laws. Okay, so uh, as Shay, I think it's funny that he was like, we're in such a hurry, and then he had the time to like give us a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> we're in a hurry, let me just take out my notes. One moment. He's a scientist. Oh, this is what he lives for. So it's okay. They're just they're gonna bark to the door and kill us while he's in the middle of his presentation. He's like, oh, um, the oh, is that what you're worried about? Relax. This is solid museum. It would take a miracle for them to get past that wall. I'm just I just know that once they find out that where I live, there's going there's going to be some uh, <clears throat> difficulty to get up out of it. So okay. Hmm. As uh, as Rowan, I'm just like, I turned to to Calum, not is it Calum? Like actual small blue Calum, and mm -hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck did you put in those cookies? What is? <laughs> what is? Why Mason. is nobody else freaking out? Where the fuck are we? This is normal. Is it? No, it's <laughs> not. I wouldn't say it's necessarily normal. But nothing will ever come of freaking out. So. Why is everybody so calm? Are you all like in shock? What is happening? Currently, this is another you're... day in the life of sorry, guys. Currently, you're in another plane of existence with a group of law by of law enforcement uh, pounding at the door. Uh, do, you, do you need me to do, uh, do you need me to catch you up on that one again? It's a real party. No, <laughs> I get it. I just like ha like I'm sorry. If I'm the only no, normal one. Like Rowan, Rowan, calm down, okay? Deep, deep breath, keep your Miss head Druid. You. That, that was that was Caleb. Deep breaths, Miss Druid. I'm I feel like I'm the only normal one here. Why is no one else freaking out? That seems like a because normal Because there's nothing to freak out about. That seems like a normal <laughs> reaction to being like flung across space and time. Sorry, just but like Rowan and like almost a headlock, but it's sort of trying to be a hug. She's like, Rowan, we don't have the time to freak out. People are coming to get us. 
We're trying to listen to this power, this whatever presentation thing. We're going to learn stuff. And then we get to punch stuff and hurt stuff. Is, and this is, is it, fine. You need to stop dying. Mel looks over. For I can't believe I'm saying this, but I agree with the I agree with the elf over there. <clears throat> you do not have, have the luxury. You mean the unicorn? Sure. You do not have the luxury of panic. But we do have the luxury of PowerPoint presentations. I need to fill you in on what the fuck you're dealing with. Or, okay, or and I, I appreciate. I appreciate it. <clears throat> okay. Cool. I guess this is just happening now. All right. Sure. Mason just goes, I'm sorry, if I knew the white light would do this, I'd tell it to go away. Or fight it. I'd kick Mason, it in the butt. I you were here. <laughs> he picks up like he picks up a foam sword. I'd do really well against it. And Mel Mel just kind of can't is trying to hide a laugh and just goes, Let me guess, is he a barbarian? What? Oh. Mm. It's not even full of rage. He's just <laughs> He chuckles, and just, he chuckles and just like, <laughs> oh, he was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <clears throat> All right, look here. I'm the one who sent that beam of light after you. What you call a magic beam, he's like being super patronizing to Mason right now, is actually a teleporter. <clears throat> I created it myself because you see, I'm working on something that is currently not being greenlit by the Azorius, even though my plans have proven foolproof. Regardless, <clears throat> I've gotten the secret green light of the fire mind, which is all I need. I have been working here under hidden means because the one rule that Niv Mizzet gave me was don't get caught. And you lot have gotten me caught. Well, it's your own fault for blasting us into wherever the heck I, we are. Well, I'm sorry, yeah, I didn't. Well, <clears throat> I apologize. I didn't realize that you'd be coming in. He's like, kind of looks you up and down. That. I think at well, this point, I'm just. What does my unicorn outfit have to do with any of this? <laughs> I think at this point, Andre's just like, just looking at Mel like, does this guy have to talk to us like this? But she doesn't say it out loud. Oh. She's just like looking like that. Okay. Cool. Caleb just is like, he's the only one who, he kind of can sense it, just kind of nudges you. The only one who's not trying to kill us currently. They're not trying to kill us. They're well, trying to kill him. Well, we're not trying to kill each other. So, there. <laughs> Mel, just, <laughs> Mel just goes, oh, you are precious. All right. <clears throat> no, I'm Here's, sorry. Whatever. Here's the deal. <laughs> I'm, what I'm working on can change the foundations of Ravnica forever. What I'm talking about here is revolutionary. And I need help. I had a lot of assistance up until recently. <clears throat> However, with this project not being greenlit by the Azorius and the Firemind making me work with what I have little else without the guild's massive resources, I'm at a bit of a loss. <clears throat> so I thought the one person I could rely on with my level of intellect was, of course, myself. And he kind of gestures over to Caleb, who's just sitting there, like, oh no. <laughs> you trust him? He's the only one I could trust. He ha he has to have my genius mind, you see. Sorry, he starts laughing. <laughs> what is funny, Elspro? It's not that's mean. I'm sorry, I'm that's not, mean. It's not it's not Caleb is a genius in other ways. 
Not like what this. What do you mean by that? I could invent stuff if I wanted to. And abduct okay. random people from other planes. Oh yeah, go right ahead. It's working out so well. Mel just I'm looked over. Sure Mel just kind of daggerized Leona. I didn't expect taggers on. You're not really good at this, are you? It was it was inventive tech I had to make up but the fact that it worked and didn't turn you into particles is something that you should be thankful for and quite frankly I regret. Rather not be kidnapped in the first place, but okay. For well, the record, I'm impressed. Quite simply. Oh no, sir. Quite simply, we're having a cat we're in a bit <laughs> of a <clears throat> I need something from you. And then you get to go home. I would say that there's other ways about it, because as it isn't, I'm all about finding creative solutions. However, when you lot came in, something happened to the teleportation device that I now need to work out. While I do that and get you guys your one-way ticket back to, uh, what was it? Uh, Thistle and Weeds? I don't know. Point being... <clears throat> Once I work out the teleportation device to get you back, I, in the intermedium, instead of just sitting around my lab like lumps on logs, I would like you to do me a small favor. And before you ask, no, you really don't have a choice. Hmm. I, do we have a choice? I mean, punch choice, him really hard. I mean, I and, then, and, then be stuck on, and then be stuck on this plane forever. Yeah. In this room forever, actually. Only I have the access code to the way out. So you'd be stuck in this room until you eventually die of starvation. Just saying. Or maybe dehydration first. Hmm? I mean, I could totally... Not to be rude or anything, but if, we, if we're going to die of starvation, I sacrifice my body to Leona. And we can what? eat Mason first. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, no there one is eating in anybody. there, but thank you. Appreciate Mel just, it. Mel rolls his eyes at this. Oh, wonderful. What the fuck? No been... one's eating anyone. We're getting out of here. First. 30 seconds and we've resorted to cannibalism. I have picked the best bunch. Oh, we can eat him first, but oh my I'm afraid God. he might taste like dick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ro is just going to walk over to Mel and just be like, I'm really, really sorry for them. Um, I want to be polite and civil so that I don't oh fucking God. die. Civil to your kidnapper. This is called Stockholm Syndrome. Shut up, Leona! Mason just sits there and is just like, so are we fighting him or the people outside? And Mel just says, quite frankly, watching you fight the Boros Legion would amuse me greatly. However, Andre's I'm going... <laughs> and Andre's like leaning against a wall not saying anything to anyone just like watching this unfold because she realizes that she doesn't really have anything to say right now so <laughs> she's just observing so why bother? he puts he taps the the projector and one of the images comes a lot closer a mask like image with four spokes coming out of it I put it in the chat colorized in red and black um, he goes the equipment I need to get you home was robbed from me by the cult of Rakdos. They are the entertainment industry in Ravnica, and while I suppose everyone needs a laugh now and again, blood circuses really aren't... Wait, what? Ooh. What'd you say? 
blood circus. Why? Why oh. a blood circus? Why is there a circus for blood? While doubling as the entertainment industry, they are all also cultists of a giant infernal demon. How they made it That's past great. the circus. That's wonderful. Hooray. How they all I'm made so it past happy the I'm here. Why they, why, how they made it past the signing of the Guild Pact is beyond me. But I suppose everyone has a place here. <clears throat> Point being, I need you lot to <clears throat> recover my equipment from the Cult of Rakdos, return it here, and in the hour I will have you home. That Sounds is, good to me. Let's go. <laughs> Go it's where? quite simple. All right, let's, let's it's a quite down. simple fetch quest. I'm sure you, what, adventurers have done quite. Oh, I need 10 gold to get the, my sheep back. <laughs> Don't make fun of people. That's rude. You're the one begging for free labor here. At least they pay. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> I, oh, 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 honey. In what world did you think this was free? He then uh, he opens up a thing and you just see a horde of incredible looking technology. Swords that when he grabs them, illuminate with fire, not from magic, but from small little gas lights on the holes. He grabs another one that protrudes electricity, just all sorts of insane inventions of immense power. Once, uh, now, I'm, now I'm interested. Once this uh, transaction has been completed, I will allow each of you to take something from my personal collection, because as you'd imagine, a genius such as myself always keeps the blueprints. So you could have one of each, uh, well, not one of each, one of your liking. Um, once you're back, I don't necessarily pay in advance because I'm well aware of the possibility of dying. So, <clears throat> he, he just, he kind of fakes a smile. Here's, the, here's my, little, my little plan for you. <clears throat> there are three ways out of this building, and while none of them are inherently better than the other, it does reduce some threat level to you if you take certain options. Option number one, head out the way you came and face the music of the Boros Legion, which quite honestly would amuse me greatly, but would not get us very far. Option number two, leave out the back and pray that the Boros Legion doesn't have the brains to walk around the building. Alternatively, you can take the sewage path. That is something I have created in League of the Golgari Swarm. You would be entering the Undercity if you did this. While you'd be free from the Legion, there are ravenous things under Ravnica. And the final option, and arguably the safest, but, you know, arguably, <clears throat> would be to take the Skyway. I have a small skiff up in the, on the rooftop covered by an illusion spell. However, that implies that one of you is competent enough to fly a sky skiff. So, your choice. I'll give you a moment to decide amongst yourselves while I try and find some reactionary measures now that my base has been compromised. And he walks off to the side. Rowan just, you guys looks to, to debate. Rowan just looks to Caleb and is just like, well, you in this universe is kind of an asshole. Well, I don't control me in this universe. <laughs> He's kind of a butt. Second. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's the only butt in this universe who gives a shit about us, so. <laughs> and even that's debatable. Well, more of a shit than the people outside. True enough. So, how are we getting out of here? Well, I'll leave that to you. Plink is just sort of, has been happily sitting this whole time. And just looks <laughs> to you guys, cheesecake! 
We're gonna die. We're all dead. We're all gonna die. You exist. Mason just looks over to Leona. Did he say we'd get cheesecake? Oh, we're dead. You don't want cheesecake from the bird. You don't. (laughs) Just don't. Don't don't eat anything unless I tell you you can. Okay? Okay. Okay. Caleb is like holding the bridge of his nose. Just like. So, your your call, guys. I'm I'm at your. I'm with you guys on this one. Whatever you guys pick, I'll see it through. Don't do a sewer. We're in costume. Yeah. Um. He did say that the aircraft was this or whatever. He. I don't even know. Uh. The flying one would be the safest route, so I would suggest that. But I doubt any of us have experienced flying something like that. Is it like a boat? I'm good with boats. Mel, Rich- Mel comes back. Oh, you were talking about the sky skiff. I guess I glossed over that. <clears throat> that is a highly sophisticated uh, device that runs on electric power. I have to give it a bit of a charge before you head out. Um, <clears throat> any electric magic will do. Uh, if you know how to f- how to man a regular sea craft, you can handle a sky skiff to some degree. Um, <clears throat> I only word of warning with the Sky Skiff are twofold. One, the Izzet League is not the only guild with control of the skies. <clears throat> the Boros Legion have a fleet of rock, not the, not the stone, the bird of gigantic size, that they often like to use as mounts. They're also quite a fan of using angels and forces, so the air is not something they are not used to. Alternatively, the Orzhov Syndicate functions almost entirely on flying homunculi known as thralls. You don't want to deal with the Orzhov. Finally, you may have encou- you may encounter the Simic Combine. They are a group of people who, like us, are seeking scientific reform of Rathnica. However, while we invent, they adapt. They work on the pseudoscientific field of biomancy. The concept of magic through altering your physical form. If you see an elf with crab hands, you can assume they're from the cynic. They have... Yes. Why Um, crab hands? That seems so useless. Ask a cynic. You said this was the safest option? This doesn't sound (laughs) safe at all! Elsa well, said it's powered by electricity, but with the way it goes on, I would have guessed hot air. <laughs> and she just leans back on the wall Ouch. and like, tries to stay awake. <laughs> Gives herself a high five. Good joke, Leona. <laughs> well, again, choice is yours. I can prime any. I can prime the sewage way if that's the way you're taking. I could prime the sky skiff, or I could let you out. Your call. However, I would make that call quick. The Boros aren't patient. We have enough time for another PowerPoint. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Caleb looks over, so what's the plan, guys? We don't have a lot of time. Mm. Well, the, the Sky Skiff is the only plan we've actually gone over, so maybe that one? I don't even For all options, I will be giving you... He looks to Caleb, you specifically a device 
that is tracking my material. I, of course, am a intelligent man who likes to keep my stuff protected. You can follow that device. You can follow that device in some form of uh, global positioning system and use that to uh, make your way to where the cult of Rakdos has kept it. All four options will lead you to there eventually. Um, it's just a matter of if you want to take the air, the sewers, or try your luck on the streets. Not streets. So to just do the air. It's like a boat. We're sort of good at boats, probably. All right. I mean, I've never driven a boat, but I've been on them before. All right, then, Skysk, if it is. <clears throat> have a very good history, but it seems to be our best option, so... It appears unanimous, then. All right, I will prime the sky skiff. I do warn you, though, there are all sorts of unseemly things on rooftops of this plane. And he just kind of walks up a flight of stairs. Follow when you're ready. <clears throat> Guys, we, we could just kill him and take his stuff. Always on the yeah. table. But we never get home. We have other less shitty Calum. <laughs> it's true, I but don't... he doesn't know how to get us home figure it I out. I bet he could figure it. Yeah, it's deep in that brain somehow. Caleb's just giving you guys the widest eyes possible. I don't like this plan. I don't like I don't any of his plans. No, I don't, like, I don't like the trusting me with everything plan. That freaks me out. You know that. Yeah, Sorry, no, Caleb. I don't... Not killing anyone. I don't think we should put all this pressure on him. I think that we should... As shitty as he is, we need to trust other Calum. I mean, he is... He is Calum. So, he's probably a good guy, right? No. So we should ask him to make <laughs> just, just no. You trust him all you want. If he goes evil, I'm gonna stab him. Just all so right. we're clear. Cool. Hopefully, I don't know how extra-dimensional things work. Hopefully stabbing him doesn't kill actual Caleb or something, but for the time being, there are people banging on the door, so I suggest we get in that airship. I like how we said we can never escape, but there are people banging on the door and we have to hurry. Like, if we wait long enough, won't they get in? And then they'll escape. <laughs> I sense we flaw in this person's uh, threat. Oh my god. Alright, let's go to the airboat. Sure. Okay, thank the you. One, the one Boy Scout he hired to knock on the door to be scary. We, we don't <laughs> need to meet them. We can just do the boat. I, I know. What are they? It's taken so long. What are they doing? Like eating donuts? Do they wait for us to just like. They're also watching a PowerPoint, but it's on how to break down a door. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine them like taking turns. Like, like they're knocking in shifts. Like, okay, your turn to knock. <laughs> They're just really My polite. Boros getting tired. Cheryl, maybe they're not. Maybe they're not Boros. Maybe they're Azorius. They're just really polite. I think they're really aggressive Girl Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb just goes, "All right, Skyboat, it is," and he heads up the stairs and just goes, "And I'll be at your side no matter what happens, even if we kill him and make me do everything." No, that's not going to happen. Mason follows up with Caleb and just goes, Don't worry, guys. Maybe on this plane, all my bad luck is good luck. No, we can only hope. I really hope so. Plink just walks. Plink is also just plodding along. Turns back to all of you guys. Just thinks for a minute and then just does the bird scream. 
Elfin. Oh, no. no. Shh. We're trying to sneak away. So as you all make it to the top of the staircase, you are outside and you look about the city and sure enough, like when I mentioned before, there are small dragons, there's griffins and all sorts of other creatures in the air. And you're peering down and as you look, you do see a single platoon of the Boros hitting this door, but it's really only the Minotaur and about four other humans. And the Minotaur is taken to ramming his horns against it and uh, one, of the, one of the human men, dressed in blue and white, as opposed to the typical red and white of the Boros, goes, Are we quite done, gentlemen? And the Minotaur just goes, Oh, shut up, Azorius! Boom! Hits the door again. All right, I will file this report as one of your typical misdemeanors. And walks away. <laughs> so, Mel peers over. Huh. It appears, democ- it appears the stuffy law mages done something for me today after <clears throat> all right he seems to cast a spell underneath this ship it does kind of look similar to a boat however um instead of a mast coming from it it does not have anything coming from it and below it are these two electric tunnel like tanks he seems to cast an electric spell which makes the whole thing hum to life and goes pick your navigator wisely if you break that the fire mind will have your head the who what the Firemind, the leader of the Izzet. Giant dragon. Scary. How is just uh, making up things at this point. How is I'm just wondering how is Kalen looking when he says that it's a giant dragon that like runs this league? Light concern, but he actually goes, What is it with me and dragons? He goes, Oh Nivmizit's <laughs> chill it's chill. Just as long as I don't break his toys. It's Zarek you should be worried about. Oh, but look, enough about that. <clears throat> Head onto the skyboat, uh, follow that uh, positioning system I created expertly <clears throat> with uh, great precision, and soon enough you will be at the halls of Rakdos Guild. And when the event that you are used as circus performers, um, you already look the part. <laughs> and he walks down the stairs. What is that supposed to mean? I think it's because we're in costume. Oh. I mean, should I take off the costume? I don't have do any. We... Wait, Caleb jumps up but wait, do you have clothes? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Mel looks up. Give me a moment. Genius is always required. He comes back with a little vial and just flicks it and sprays it on all of you, and your clothing changes to that of a typical Ravnican civilian. A bit more modern than Timshel clothing, but what? not... Just, I liked my outfit. He's got spray Ooh. on clothes. He's just what like it's an, he goes spray on illusion. Makes you makes the people see what uh, they want to see. Oh, cool new outfits. <clears throat> he I he, really uh, hope that doesn't backfire. Oh, <laughs> it, it, it could, but <laughs> enough about that. He just goes everything. He he. Uh, Mel looks zero. Everything can backfire. Haven't you learned that by now? <clears throat> Yay. Great. As he heads down the, the, the stairs again. Holler again before I head down this entire flight. Speak now. Now you're good? Alright, great. And he casts the spell and the staircase folds in, revealing just more wall, as if it, again, illusioned. 
Caleb just goes, all right, so who's flying this thing? Oh, and yeah. looks at, uh, at Andre and just kind of shrugs and gestures at the wheel. I can't. Want to give it a, a first go? Mason just goes, I'll do it. No! No! No, no, no. No, <laughs> no. no. Plink, Plink wraps his little feather arms around him. Mason, you can be captain of the backseat. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Very forward, Rowan, but okay. Oh, all right. Um, hmm. The wheel is the part you, you control, in case you forgot. Yeah. Oh, my God. Gee, thanks, Leona. <laughs> you, you just look like you're having a time. Just wanted to make I'm sure all, all right. just... Okay. Um. <laughs> All right. So, Andre, okay. if you're the one piloting this, here's how I this is going to go. Make two rolls one dexterity uh, and one wisdom. Dexterity to see how well you are at piloting, and wisdom to see how good you are at keeping on course. You can add your dex bonus and your wisdom bonus to both those rolls if there's a specific skill. Uh, in mind that you'd prefer, for example, acrobatics for dex or insight for wisdom, you can add those bonuses if necessary. So I have numbers in my head. The it is harder the first time. The more you pilot it, the easier it becomes. All right. Let's can do I hang this, out then. next to her in case she looks like she needs help. Sure, you can. You can do that. Lounging nearby, but ready. I like to imagine that. Uh, Andre and Leona are kind of sharing the captain's seat. Uh, Rowan, Sari, Calum, uh, Mason, and Plink are just kind of cur- curled up in the back, trying to like make space enough for themselves. Uh, I also I have this question: um, If she pilots badly, are we going to have to like roll constitution for ourselves? Thing? Oh, I'll let you know. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh it's no! Twenty-two for Dex and right. oh wow! Yay! Uh, for wisdom, that is a sixteen plus. I I don't know what skill I would use for this. So, mm. just your raw wisdom could work. Okay. Well, I don't have any modifiers for wisdom. I have a zero. Sixteen. Ah, sixteen. All right. Um, That's pretty good, actually. That actually is very good, Andre. As you take off, you have the moment of confusion about the difference between this and the way Feyre thing. There's no wind. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, you create the wind by pushing down on the pedal. Revolutionary. Uh, <clears throat> As this thing lifts up, you then suddenly realize, I got this. And you're able to manage the skiff off the the, <clears throat> the ceiling of the the building and into the skyway of Nika. Awesome. You the the whole group of you are flying through the air, passing by giant buildings, and you see again the amazing amount of diversity. There are humans standing alongside centaurs at the local markets. There's a giant. Uh, kneeling over and asking a uh, a elephant man for directions. There's a, a huge assortment of people. Uh, so as you're following this, here's what I'm going to ask of you guys. 
I need you guys to elevate one of them to the spotter position. This is going to be on the lookout for things that could harm the skiff. I'll do it. Okay. Sorry, as the spotter, roll me perception. Do, 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 do. That's the wrong guy. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm good at this. I'm glad. That's a 23. Damn, that is really good. See, it? All right. good. Sure enough, uh, before most things show up to be a uh, concerning to concerning size, sorry is able to say, on your left, and you narrowly dodge Drake's very small draconic creatures. You're able to dodge yeah, that one. Yeah, like Ernest, but a bit bigger and flying freely. You're able to dodge most of no, those. No, I meant I meant Coco. Coco is a no, drink. no, no. That's a guard drink. These are just oh, drink. these are just normal. Okay, they cool. have weight. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, and sure enough, yeah, you're you're kind of proud of yourself, Andre. You're handling this a lot better uh, than you thought you would. And sorry, you're also kind of happy because you're just. I think you're just excited to see all these crazy things, and you're just like, "Out, you're out the way." I think. Ooh, um, Wait, no, move. <laughs> I think before Rowan, like when they were taking off, Rowan was just kind of covering her eyes, like, "Oh God, oh God, oh God, we're gonna die." And then she realized how good Andre was driving, and so she just turns to Andre and is like, "Where did you learn to pilot a ship?" That is a long story, and I. Don't really care to get into the details right now. Maybe later. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Make another perception check. This time, uh, this time, this perception check is going to be contested by a number I just rolled. So, uh oh, that's an eight. Okay. Yeah. Most definitely not. Uh, good enough so sorry as you're just peering out there's just a brief second where the majesty of this place sets in you've seen amazing things and while timshul is diverse this is a whole other level there's races you've never seen before and so as you look down at the streets and people happily mulling about you realize for a moment oh wait and that's all it takes oh no two, two creatures just adorned in gold with what I can best describe as fisticuffs on both of their arms, wings, and fleshy skin uh, start flying to the sides of this skiff. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) They don't really speak. They just more kind of look at you and grunt. Is something up there, sorry? Uh, things. That's not very descriptive. They're shiny. And they look angry. Are you making friends? They look like they want to hurt me. Oh, no. Oh, no. We need to get Uh, away. The two just seem to be communicating with each other in some unspoken language. And one of them grabs one of these metal gold-plated fist things and just punches the side of the skiff. Uh, not very hard, Andre. Not enough for you to lose your focus, but enough to become aware of their presence as the two of them seem to be followed 
by what looks to you like a bat. Like just that? A regular, like just a regular bat. But the I've sent a picture of the creatures on your side. Oh, whoa. Hmm. That's the why. Why does so it exist? Cool. That's so cool. It's cool, but I hate it. It's very lumpy. Oh my god, you're right. It's got fu- it's got <laughs> fucking like word. it's got like brass knuckles. It's what? wearing gold chains. It's so this is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> the the bat. Oh, I uh, love Ravnica. The bat perches on the back end of the skiff and in a puff of smoke reveals itself to be a well-dressed, very vibrant lot of gold on their person also. Just very well-adorned creature with two unmistakable fangs coming from either side of its mouth. And it grins at you. Hello. Hi. My name is Locke, and I work on behalf of the Orzhov Syndicate. I am here to take your names. My name? Yes. You are new to Ravnica, yes? Yes. Well, of course. You're planning to leave. Well, that doesn't stop you from your obligation to church appeals, does it? Well, well, guys, 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 it's polite to give our names. Wait, I want to clear something up really fast. Is Sari, like, I imagined her being in, like, a little, um... Crow's nest, like, is it, like it, way up yeah, above yeah, us. Yeah, like a, yeah, like a crow's nest, if this is, like, a there ship. That's kind of what I imagined. There wasn't, uh, there wa- I said there wasn't, it was more just, like, one solid, almost like the way a little raft would look. Oh, so is, he, so is, she in the, is she in the same room with us? Oh, yeah, it's, it's sort of one oh. big hull. Like, oh, Andre okay. and Leona are in the front. There's a little bit of a wood, like, of a steel divider. But it's all, there's no, like, levels to this. It's a very small. Oh, I see. So we're all, we, we all see this guy. He's talking oh, about yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, well, then what I said earlier about the, the do you see anything up there makes no sense now. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> okay. He just looks to you. Well, planning to leave doesn't really end your bargain with the Orzhov Syndicate. What happens if you die here, and without your name put in the proper census ledgers? Um, well, my name is Sari, I'm a gnome. Mm-hmm. Yes, Sari. Um, I've never heard of your before. I'm not sure they exist on the plain of Ravnica. That is interesting. You look very elvish, actually. Is that a... <clears throat> no, I'm a gnome. I'm just tall. Okay, yes, very tall gnome. All right, well, I, I for one, have never seen apologize uh he then asks now this is oh wait i've got a i've got a tiny painting in my pocket of my family if you want proof i i i i all right (laughs) no no just the ones here on the plane oh okay for you okay because come tax time i need to know who i should be calling for do you need like my social number do I have those? No. Hey, Calum, do I have a social number for taxes? Oh. Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? Do I have taxes? He turns around and sees this figure for the first time. Oh, God, that's a vampire. He just goes. No. Oh, I'm sorry. What was your name? My name is Locke, and I'm a tax collector. Oh, this is a oh, tax- even worse. <laughs> this is tax lock. 
I don't think that's his name, sorry, but I'll go with it. It's close enough. He's sure. locked the tax man. <sighs> oh, my <laughs> Here's the brutish business. He then uh, extends to one of the winged creatures and just goes, We have people here in Ravnica, if you wouldn't mind, my friend, to just take a very... <clears throat> my friend here, he points to the throw, will just make a very measly... I don't incision. like this. I don't like this. Just enough all. to get a single drop of your blood. Don't worry. Us vampires of syndicate wouldn't pass on our trait. It's it's too good to pass on to some common folk. Rude. So, drive a little faster, Andre. Maybe we can just like shake him off. Yeah, we can like shake I him off. I whisper this to her. Like, don't say that. I don't say it loudly. I'm just like, let me try going a little faster. Well, of, of course, if you resist, my two compatriots will have to make you give me your information. So I am truly hoping this is done pacifistically. Mm. Yeah, normally a fan of pacifism, but this feels real creepy. Oh, <clears throat> I guess I should prove my merit. He then uh, shows you a symbol of a, a, a white sun with like six spokes he then says and i guess you should know since you're not from here what happens to those who uh think that anything can keep them from their obligation and uh he opens his cloak and four just pale spectral beings appear just covered in robe and chain oh i definitely don't want to give you my name now <laughs> well if you don't i already that... gave him my name so i'll That's just what... give him uh, you're now, um, um, uh, you're now Amum, and Andre can be Dre Dre, and... I'm gonna <laughs> grab her face as soon as she says, like, Andre's name, and just gonna, yeah, just grab her and <laughs> clap my hand over her mouth. Mason just looks at, uh, Leona, that sword is glowing. I'm gonna punch him. Just, just a gentle punch. No, no, Mason. It's gonna punch okay. just very gently. Oh, I thought you just meant punch the vampire. Oh no, no, Mason wasn't the reason your sword was glowing. It was the vampire. I was gonna say that Mason picking up a sword. That's when you missed it. He picks up his little thumb sword and just goes, "Hey, that's not how you talk to my friends." And he holds the thumb sword out, almost in a fighting position. He's so cute. Oh, fighting, fighting is Plink bad. Just, Plink wraps his little bird hands around his leg. Pulls him back down to sit. No. <laughs> Pacifism. It's glowing. It means he's evil, guys. Alright, then punch him. Oh my god. <laughs> no, wait. That's bad. Never mind. Don't do that. Wait. I I'm don't think starting a fight is going to end very well. Um, for my driving, you at least. Are up. <gasps> you are outnumbered. There's four spirits, one of me, and the Flying boys, I'm like, I don't know how many of you. However, if you must come to blows, I suppose I can allow you the luxury of thinking that you can withstand me. One, it's self-defense. Two, you're really creepy. Why is everyone Yikes. here an asshole? Yikes. Well, that your kind of sucks. He looks over to you. <laughs> well, you are guildless. Guilty of what? Guildless. Oh. You don't belong. Why? You haven't We're joined any... We're the guild of, um... Tim Shull. We're the Tim Shull. 
Caleb's giving you the look of what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> we're, we're from the Guild of Timshel. Um, we're ambassadors. We're new. We're <laughs> diplomatic community. We're on a mission. Do I have to roll performance or deception? You're rolling hard deception, my dude. <laughs> With disadvantage, because starting a new guild at this point is something the other guilds would find unfathomable. Alright, that yeah. was the same roll twice, so 11. Okay, oh. I guess I'll contest it. So let's see how that goes. He laughs very hard. No, but I feel like this should be a performance role because she's performing. You're lying. How are you performing? <laughs> Sorry. You might have thought she just made an actual guild. Sorry, like you. Sorry, you failed. It's okay. I'm not sure how guilds work, but I think we're a guild now. He guild doesn't. Sorry, you need to stop. He doesn't believe us. He doesn't believe you. I I haven't said anything. You're the one to hold my thoughts. Andre just sighs. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, you're now trying my patience as well. So I'm, no, I'm not trying your patience. I'm sorry. I'm oh. killing her. I'm killing her. Is that cool? No, please. I'm killing her. Oh. Hey guys, if you try it though. It's self-defense. He, he snaps his fingers as the four spirits just kind of lean over. Just take their souls already. God, the spirits may not even be worth it. Ravnican people are jerks. All right, everyone. Roll initiative. Great, we get oh, to kill great. him. Do, do I roll too? I mean, I'm flying the airship. I'll explain what you do on your turn. Okay. Possibly get our asses kicked. Oh yeah. Oh joy. Oh that joy. That was a ten. That's that's eighteen. Okay, Rowan got an eighteen. Sorry. Ten. Andre. Nineteen. <laughs> okay. Uh, your vampire friend the lock. Your four spirits. I have a lot of roll to make right now. Okay, the thralls are doing so well in this foreign country, guys. Like, <laughs> we are top tier diplomat a, foreign agents. I have a question Is Ravnica a kingdom or is it a planet? It is both, it is a city sized planet. No, not let me repeat that a planet sized city. Okay, cool. That makes sense now, because I've been getting very confused. Like, can't we leave Ravnica and go to a different place that doesn't have all these guilds? No. The entire no. planet is the city. Alright, that makes sense now. Okay. Top of the order, Leona. She takes out her swords and it's, it looks just kind of amused. Oh, what a surprise! We're going to have to kill the evil guy who wants our blood! Wow! Didn't see this one coming! <laughs> and he looks hmm? he's gonna, you're gonna try and hit him with both yeah why not alright uh roll your attack um okay the goof there I actually get three now uh so the first one is 24 the second well I wanna see if the first one hits cause he's kinda weird okay 
And that one was with Hopebringer. And then What's the second. To hit? 24. Sorry, your number cut out. 24. Okay. Yeah, that hits. Okay. And then the second one is a 16. That hits. And the, the last one's a nat 20. <laughs> All three hit. Also with Hopebringer. Yay, Hopebringer. Go ahead and roll some dice. Oh my god, that's a lot of dice. <laughs> One second. Thirty-one. Jesus. Okay, so here's the scene. You charge in, and you are alight with power. You have never really felt this much of a rush in combat before, both because you get to make three attacks and because one of them was a crit. And you are just so ready to just fuck this guy up, and he sees it. And as you're going, he kind of, as his one reaction, uh kind of stretches out his hands and you see invisible chain and he grab and as you make your first swing he grabs one chain and pulls one of the spirits from where it was uh where it was floating right in front of your sword and as you just hit expecting to hit the vampire the spirit itself oh the black cloak of it tethers white light peering from it and you hear just a horrible screeching noise as it collapses in on itself i cheater as oh, you strike shit. again, as you strike again, he oh, he alights to another chain and pulls that one in, and sure enough, that other spirit dies the same horrifying way. And your third attack does break, so you tell me what the crit only damage would be. Ow! I rolled four die. You want me to just pick two of them? Because I'm going to yeah. pick the two highest. Go for it. Um. So just the crit damage plus hope bringer, like just that one attack. Mm-hmm. Okay. 17. 17. Okay. He is hit, but not that severely. Is he afraid? Let me roll wisdom. I warn you, wisdom is his strong suit. Oh, <laughs> there's not that far he can run. It's, it's more for... I don't remember what the save is, but that, that probably beats it. Alright, so, uh, okay. He looks over to you and just goes, did you really think I hadn't anticipated that? It's only the first round, buddy. Alright, uh, Rowan, you're up. Uh, okay. Uh, are- You just bore witness to two spirits just collapsing in on themselves. Yeah, I'm real concerned because I feel like he just used people, even if they were already dead, to like save himself. So now I'm real pissed at this dude. Uh, but also probably a little scared of him. So, uh, I feel like there's a thing where vampires can't be charmed. Is that is that correct? Uh, not in um, roll wisdom. His ris- his wisdom is really high, though. I feel no, like that's no, a bad just idea. Your wisdom passively, like to see if you know this. 
Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, that is a 17 plus wisdom is my, okay. So plus three, 17, 18. Yeah. That's a dirty 20. Okay. Yeah. You are able to say that vampires can, but it just takes a lot more. Mm. Okay. Uh, hmm. See, like I want to try to do it, but wisdom is his best stat and he's like really strong. You can so roll low, like, you never know. Just do something. It's true, I just feel like that's gonna fail. Um, okay, I'll, I'll try it. Yeah. Alright, so charm person and roll. I have to make a wisdom saving throw, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. 24. Yeah, no. Th- I knew that wasn't gonna work. You just try casting a spell, he looks at you and just grins and goes, well, if you want to play later, you can only all you needed to do was ask. That's creepy and not Is at all. Is there an HR gross. department that we can talk to? He just goes, Well, I suppose you could speak to the guildmaster if you'd like me to introduce you to the Obsidat. No, we're good. I don't like uh, you. It is Caleb's turn, and he just looks over to Rowan and just goes, um, you're probably gonna need this. Actually, Leona, you might need this more. And he casts the shield spell on you. Leona, that increases your AC, uh, I believe, by quite a bit. Um, let me, I'm still looking, I'm sorry. It's okay. She nods at him, just like, appreciate it. And then you see the little, uh, like, telltale. It's a plus mm-hmm. five bonus to AC. I was to say, you see the little telltale games like, Leona will remember this. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up is Locke himself. <clears throat> He's going to, sure enough, um, attack at Leona. He's going to make uh, two rapier swings and a bite. So, does a 20 hit? Not natural, unnatural. Does not now. Nice. Okay. That one most definitely doesn't hit. And now for the bite. Yeah, it definitely doesn't hit. With that shield spell, you... Here's how I imagine it. He pulls out the sword and is about to swing just as Caleb casts the shield spell. And you just are able to just be protected from all three of his attacks. Nice. Ooh. Amazing. It, just b- it bounces off the shield. Mm-hmm. I uh, look at Caleb. Just like... Oh, well done. And I'd like to use uh, Riposte, because he missed his melee attack. Try right, him go for it. Hit him again. Oh, crap. I guess a, uh, a 14 probably doesn't hit, huh? What was it? Say that 14. again. 13? No, 14. sorry. 14. Uh, sorry. You were very close. I'll get him next time. Okay, um, next up in the order is Plink. Plink is going to kind of look around and just go, uh-oh. <laughs> he is a necromancer. All of these creatures are undead. He's really not in his element. Mm, poor Plink. So he's poor going to, he's going to, uh, See, he's used to turning things into the undead. He's not very used to, you know, 
fighting them. Can he try controlling them? Mm-hmm. He's going to cast... Oh, here's what he's going to do. He's going to cast Toll the Dead on uh, one of the creatures flying alongside this thing. Um, and the thrall needs to succeed on a wisdom save. Also, I just to keep this scene uh, in your mind, you are fighting on a ship in the skies of a giant city. Keep that image in your head. Cool. I feel like this is important for some reason. Uh, we need to remember that we're on a sky boat in a city. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just I've got this feeling. <laughs> Okay, so because the creature hasn't taken damage, the thrall will only be taking 2d8s, but that's 8, 9, 10, 11, 13, that's 15 points of damage. Let me make a check. It is, uh, the one on the side is hit by the spell, and it looks like, it doesn't collapse entirely, but there's just a significant amount of damage it takes, and the flying alongside the ship slows significantly as it kind of tries to curl in on itself. Oof. Good job, Plink. Plink yeah. goes. Plink just smiles, holding his holding his little uh, little uh, tenku brooch. Just goes win. Oh. Uh. Next up is the second throw, and it's just going to uh, fly to the side of the ship and try and punch it. It rolled a thirteen. Uh, let me see how the ship's doing. Okay, is Rev's not bad. Routine, make a dexterity check. Uh, or save okay. throw. That's how this is gonna work. Uh, when when something damages the ship, you can keep it on course if your wisdom, if your dexterity save is higher than the attack roll. It rolled a thirteen. Uh, okay, sweet. What did you roll? That is a. Oh, shoot, I got a plus seven dex saving goes. So that's a 19. A what? <laughs> Hello? Did you die? Did you die? I answered you. <laughs> oh, we didn't oh, hear Oh, we didn't hear it. Oh, 19. Okay, yeah, you're able to steer the thing on course. As a matter of fact, you're able to kind of slap it with the electric canister and just do a little bit of a singe damage to it. Not much, but enough. Dre's so good at driving. Okay. Uh, Next up in the order is Mason. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Oh oh no. He's going to try and cast an Eldritch Blast on one of the few remaining spirits. Doth thine... Oh, right. No, still. Mason hits! Good job, buddy! (laughs) Mason! We're so proud of you. For nine points of damage, this red beam emanates just in a moment of panic, and it just right into the spirit, and some of the black just rips off, revealing more white light, but it's able to just barely re-keep its form and keep itself from closing in on itself. But it's just jolting itself up in the air, just in a look of actual pain. Oh no. I don't Mason know just goes, if I should feel bad. <laughs> Mason looks over to Leona. Did I hit it? Ah! Well done! I was aiming for the vampire. Oh. Oh, Well, you hit something. It's a start. 
Oh damn! Even his severity role, was, even his uh, universal kindness role, was nice to him. It was a seventy-three. He trips a little, but he doesn't even really fall. Oh, you didn't even die! Amazing. <laughs> so proud of you, Mason. <laughs> uh, it is the other flying creature's turn. It's again gonna try and punch that ship. Yeah, Andre, you're gonna need to make that a uh, <clears throat> that that wisdom that deck save again. This one's going to be maybe a bit tougher to keep on course. <sighs> okay. Um, dirty 20. Damn. Yeah, so you're, you're good. You're good. You punch it and you feel like a little crack in the electric canister, but you're able to just, at the very last second, just actually spin it, just do a really cool spin with a, with a 20, and just whack it again with those canisters, doing more Wait, just spurt damage. Does she spin the entire, yes. the entire ship? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. Are we all okay? Yeah. Uh, I mean, did you put on your seatbelts? Yes, we're did all we? fighting with seatbelts on. No, well, we mean, didn't. Well, I mean, in fairness, the only people who would, I guess, who had to stand up to fight? Spellcasters didn't really need You're right. So Mason and Calum and Plink probably are still sitting. Leona okay. is still in the, uh, Andre probably has a captain's seat, so she's fine. Leona rushed up, so she's standing. Uh, so I guess Leona, uh, roll just a con save. Nothing too Great. hard. thanks, so. Jay, for bringing that I'm up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, no, she's sorry. A, a yeah. con save? No, you're placed. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Damn, you are just, your feet are planted on that and as, you, as it spins, your hair flips up in the air. It looks actually really <laughs> Rowan Amazing. is just, like, hugging the two of them. I'm not a model. The camera just went off. Uh, so that spurt damage uh, does quite a bit to that, uh, to that throw. And again, that was the one that took a lot of damage from Plink, so it's even slower But now. <clears throat> uh, only two left are the two spirits, and they attack in tandem. Uh, sorry, does either 8 or 16 hit you? Uh, 16 ties. Okay, well, that was a 16 before I looked at its to hit bonus. It has a plus 2 to hit, so that would be an 18, I'm sorry. Hmm. It is going, you're going to take a d8 of damage. These aren't hard-hitting ghosts. You take 4 points of damage as this creature just kind of touches you with this cold limb. And you just like get are kind of flashed with this white energy. Okay, cool. Uh, Andre, you are you were at bottom of the order at, per request, so now it is your turn. Uh, you can choose. The ship itself has a very limited auto, uh, meaning on your turn, uh, you could take this action to do an attack. Although you would have to use the next action to pilot. Uh, <clears throat> so just keep that. You need to say that again. You cut out towards the end. Okay. Uh, you can take an action to attack, but you'd have to take your next action to pilot. It, it you can't attack twice in a row on your initiative rolls, or without someone flying the plane. Okay. Um. So you, you as with a piloting roll, I would have you uh, roll dex. I guess a dex check. 
you could trade it off to somebody. I don't know if that would be a good idea, but if you want to hit, you could trade the piloting position to somebody else. Uh, Using the skiff itself, however, you can knock into things that are in the air, such as the thralls. That's true. You can do damage. Yeah. So maybe you don't have to. I would have you roll a d20 uh, and just add your typical attack roll for something like your dagger. Your to hit noise for your dagger. So Okay. So uh, you can I, choose to whack the thralls with your ship, or you can choose to stab a thing with your your typical uh set. I stab a lot of things. I think I'll use the this gift this time. Okay, cool. Uh just roll a flat D twenty and add your to hit bonus from your dagger. Um, that is, oof, that is an 11 plus 5, uh, so 16. Cool. Are you aiming for the one that has taken more damage, or the one that's just taken a little bit of damage? You cut out a little bit there. Are you taking the the one that's already heavily damaged, or the one that's less out? Um, we'll do the, the one that's already been heavily damaged. Finish him off, probably, maybe. <laughs> Okay, roll a d12. Uh, if I can find my d12. <laughs> do do do. No, wait, here it is. Mm. Oof, that's just a six. That's enough. <clears throat> As you oh, crash nice. into it, with the electricity coursing through it, it just part wilting away. The gold falls into the city below. As the fleshy body just sort of concaves in on itself, just sort of. Ooh, I hope that's not a lot of like collateral damage. <laughs> the vampire looks over. Oh, those things! Ugh, that's very little, darling. We wouldn't leave gold in the hands of. <clears throat> no, I just meant like that's a lot of big, heavy gold that's gonna fall on some building or something. <laughs> so uh, that. Th- All right, top of the order. I think Leona was first. Yeah, that's what I said. Top of the order. Okay, I didn't hear you say Leona. Sorry. Stab, 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 stab. Stab, stab, Okay. Roll so how stabs. many other things? Are there any more specters for him to pull into the way? Uh, well, uh, two. There's two specters, one of the little thrall things, and vampire himself. Oh, he's got so many little friends. Oh, <laughs> dicks. Alright. Not as good. Not as good. Um... Uh, one is a 16, and one is a, oh, shoot, all of these should have been one higher, I forgot, our proficiency went up. So one is a 17, and one is a 14, 16, also 17. Two 17s? Yeah, both of those are going to hit, so... Great, and the third one is um, 23. Okay, nice. so he roll, I'm going to roll uh, d20 of my own to see how fast he is on the draw. <clears throat> he rolled a 16, so he barely pulls one in time for the last, uh, for the first swing, the 17. And lets that specter die, so he's going to take two shots instead of uh, instead of three. But he's not taking only one like last time. He's taking two swings. 
was taking many, one one normal and one from Hopebringer. Yep. How many specters does he have? Does he have like an infinite number? They're like he had four. There, there are four. Okay. How many of Two them are of them dead? Three now. Oh, I see. Okay. Ah, oh, he's only got one left. Haha. So sixteen damage, and is he afraid now? Okay, let me look. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> oh, good. Uh, when that creature, when that ra- uh, specter dispersed and did that same scream, uh, Rowan, um, this time you almost could have sworn it almost for half a second sounded human, but you're not sure if that's paranoia or uh-huh. the, the truth. Oh, I okay. Hate uh, Rowan, it is your turn. Actually, no, sorry, Andre, it's your turn. So, wait, as he as he pulls, so wait, is he afraid? now yes yeah okay yeah as he pulls it in in the way and it disperses i just picture the mist dispersing and he just sees her grinning at him still holding the swords like oh you're gonna run out of friends eventually (laughs) so you swing like clinging to the back of the skiff trying to keep you as far away as possible andre it's your turn oh shoot okay um i guess i'll just do the same thing i did last time all right, uh, roll that d20. Uh, that is a seven plus. Okay, so that's a 12 total. Uh, that hits. <clears throat> wow, nice. D12? Okay. Yeah. For, okay. Um, eight. Eight? Eight, yes. Okay. It is severely damaged by this hit. Like, uh, there's no real blood coming from it, but you could see parts of the flesh just wilting away again. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Rowan, it's your turn. Okay. Um. Ooh, no. I, see, I want to do a thunder wave, right? Because that might knock him off the ship. Because he's already like on the edge trying to get away from Leona. Yeah. But it might shake the whole ship. He fly onto the ship? He did. He had a bat-like form. Oh, Probably so could he fly, just... Rowan. Oh. Mm. Okay, maybe that's not a good idea then. Uh, then I'll do my other favorite spell, which is Moonbeam. Awesome. Okay. <clears throat> you are hitting this vampire with radiant light? Uh, Yes. Yes, I am. Awesome, awesome. Okay, that's a... Ta- is that a save from... Con save, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, so that's 12... 15? Does that break your spell save, DC? No, it does not. It's right underneath. Alright, so roll full damage. Cool, okay, so what do I... I roll d8? It Moonbeam is, I believe, 2d10s if you're Casting okay. it at second level. Yeah. Yeah. Two D ten radio. I am. I am. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh. Yes. Uh. Okay. That is a four. Mm-hmm. And the ten. Awesome. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Uh. That's on the vampire. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um. At that moment, as you just blast him with this light, 
you see him just hiss. This is adverse reaction uh, to the light itself. <clears throat> I'm so stupid. Why didn't I think of this before? This is how we kill him. <laughs> That's okay. For then I'm gonna roll some damage. Damn. All right. Yeah, the light really bothers him. Yes. He is bloody. Well and truly. All right. Yes. It's Caleb, who is going to see the situation and realize pacifism may not be the best call. He kind of looks over to all of you guys and just goes, I think you know by now I'm always kind of prepared. And he he casts a little snowball in his hand, throws it up in the air and says, Hey, uh, fly boy, catch. And it magically transforms into a dagger as he casts the ice knife spell at the throw. Nice. That definitely hits. Ice knife. Boy. Yep. Okay. The ice knife just right through the flying creature and it just splits apart. Just the fleshy apparatus. Just gross, gross. Jesus Christ, Caleb. Or actually, Jesus doesn't exist in this world. (laughs) He he looks over at you. Oh, okay, and let the thing punch the ship. No, I just, I, I, just wow. Just wow. That's all? Just uh, wow? I say wow and holy crap. Sorry, <laughs> uh, roll a perception check for a split second. You have bested everything except this vampire himself who is now standing alone and afraid. That's a 24. All right, here's the scene. <clears throat> At that moment, you uh, look out, and I'm sending an image. I'm sorry, I can't find the real net version, so you have to deal with me showing the card itself. A strange beast flies to your right. Um, it has one eye, bat what? wings, frog-like back, wi- back legs, horse-like front legs, it is a strange mix of reds, blues, and purples. It is a bizarre creature. Oh, and, why? It's a, why? I can why see it's a simic thing. Yep. And Maybe. standing on it, try and standing on it, shouting expletives, is a blue-skinned girl with a pink uh, little robe matching her pink-tinted glasses. As she flies on, uh. She just grins maniacally as this creature yeah. just as yeah. this creature just gets uncomfortably close to the back of the skiff, uh, ready to grab this vampire. I'm uh, ready to what, punch it. What does she say, Shay? <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so happy. Um, she like goes to stab <laughs> This cre- uh, Shay, as your simic gal, Connie, roll a d20. Okay. Uh, that is a 16. I need to get yeah. Connie's character sheet now, don't nope, I? Nope, you don't. Nope. You okay. just, I just needed that one thing from you. It okay. meets. So the Aeromunculus wraps the front hoof-like legs around the vampire. So just goes, wait, what are you doing? And the thing pulls back, holding the vampire and uh, just holding it tight. Just making these strange noises. Uh, Connie, at this moment, is holding back the vampire to let you guys go. 
So what do you, what does she say? Kind of holding back this evil thing, so that way you all can reach your destination. Good job, Mister Snuffles. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, go, my friends. Go, be free. You're my and, new best friend now. <laughs> and I don't like f- people that much, but thank you. I'm not a people. I'm sorry, the gnome. (laughs) Okay, sorry, the gnome. I will keep that in mind. What's your name? (laughs) Tiny. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. (laughs) Can we we fly away now? (laughs) Yeah, you guys have made it a distance away enough. But, uh, sorry, as you keep looking to to learn more about your new best friend, you see Mr. Snuffles let go of the vampire and drop him stories to the city below. Ooh. Later, asshole. And it just slowly <laughs> just picks up and flies away. <laughs> Bye-bye. Caleb looks over and just goes, that could have been nice, you know, a little earlier. <laughs> like five minutes under ago. Control. I have no idea who that was, but I love it. <laughs> Mason just goes, see? Good luck. You know, one day I'll get to finish a fight and not have some rando come at the very end and take them away. She just sort of sulkily. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. That- at that moment, Leona, as you're just like, one day I'll finally get a kill, you hear behind you, that'll be the day. And matching you in almost all ways, except her hair is a fire red and her wings wings are sprouting from her that's another major difference Uh, another heavenly yellow flying alongside you in battle regalia she just goes you really think you could let let my platoons make asses of themselves to the senate and i wouldn't take notice it was really easy they they just did it themselves yeah yeah i feel that i mean they're not very competent it feels like sometimes i have to train them for war when we should constantly be prepared Caleb looks over to all of you. Oh god, there's two of them. <laughs> Hello, you must be not Leona. I'm sorry. I am... What name is that? My name is Aurelia. I am the guildmaster of the Boros Legion. Well, he's not Caleb. And this is Caleb. <laughs> and this is Leona, and you're not Leona. I don't think not Caleb's here, sorry. You just pointed at me. Oh, never mind then. She looks over. (laughs) So look, I'll 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 make this quick. Pull over and get arrested, or I kill you all. Okay, counterpoint. We kill you. (laughs) Oh she's learning. I'm so proud. (laughs) Can we please meet like one counterpart? I I really hope that one of our counterparts is actually a nice person. She stands on the skiff. That's cute. Where are you headed? Is she uh, talking to me? Oh, no. She's kind of like, Leona, oh, okay. this is infuriating. Because you are lo- there ready to fight, and she's like not even paying attention to you. She's looking at your command controls. She's just like, oh, you're heading to the Rakdos. Ugh. Might as well leave you to it. They'll eat you alive. Great. <laughs> Thanks for wasting our time. Do you have something else to do? Like, your incompetent troops maybe making them suck less. <laughs> she she looks over at you and smiles and just goes, I'd like you if we weren't on opposite ends of this. What say you uh, join me in the Boros and, you know, we can whip all of them into shape. And you just hear a voice in your head go, yes. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> what is it with you people and your made up clubs? This world is bizarre. I'll have Legion is one of the most proud guilds of Ravnica. We are keeping this plane safe from Drek like that Orzhov scum you were dealing with. Though, clearly you weren't dealing with them well enough if uh, Simic had to help you. Uh, I was going to kill him. She was bored. And it looks like you didn't do a great job either. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. If uh, this is an invitation. You're kind of not impressing me. Well, how's this for impressive? And she's going to roll to hit the skiff. Let me just pull up Aurelia's stat block really quick. <laughs> I think Rowan turns to Sari and is just like, I don't know why, but for some reason, watching Leona fight with herself brings me joy. Yeah, if she hits the boat, can I try to hit her? Go for it. <laughs> uh, the, the boat takes 39 points of damage from one sword weapon. Goodness. What's your uh, to hit, Leona? 23. She parries. Her armor class now is 29. So she just... Oh, you're good. I like that in a fighter. I would be impressed. Ugh, such a shame you keep such poor company. Hey, rude. Yeah, rude. Can't really help it. I'm not poor. <laughs> Don't have any money, though, do you? I'll have a whole dollar. This is not even Get back to fighting! Her wings just lift off again, and she just uh, looks over. Consider my offer. Oh, and uh, don't crash. She gives you the finger guns as she flies off. Sorry, gives finger guns right back. She is it weird? Is it weird? I'm kind of into it. <laughs> she actually, uh, she just was like, didn't fly too far that fast. <laughs> she just goes, if you're down, uh, she hands you a little stone, just like, and does the universal symbol of, I'll call you. Is, Ma she, is Mason jealous? He's trying to cast an Eldritch Blast so hard right now. <laughs> he's like trying his best. He flings it at her finally, and she just looks over, plinks it off with her sword, and just goes, don't even try it, little man. And just Aww. her wings hold themselves around like almost as if to like wrap herself in them and she just lets herself fall. And so after cool just, and after and after catching a ton of adrenaline, her wings just lift off and she just flies off just like impressed yet and just flies away. No. A little. I'm lying. <laughs> Leona. Mm, maybe I will call you if I'm really <laughs> bored. Oh. <laughs> hey, I look good in red. Okay. <laughs> Not much to say. Conversation. So, uh, wait. Andre, if, there's that, not, if there's a not Leona and a not Calum, is there a not Rowan and a not Andre and a not Mason and a not me? Probably. Logic so. would logic would dictate, yeah. A non-Andre. <laughs> not me. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, Andre, if you do, I hope they're nice. Andre, roll that deck save against that uh, swing she did on the electric canister. So mm -hmm. just a uh, deck saving throw on that ship. Alrighty. Where's my d20? It'd be too awkward to shout, not impressed, but maybe turned on down the side of the ship. 
Um, Leona, that's you a can't 14. fall in love with yourself. She you can't, can't love. Do. It's just visiting. You, you never. It's an experience. You never know. <laughs> what, what, what was it, Andre? What the fuck? Uh, fourteen. Okay, here's the scene, Andre. You try your best to keep it up, but that was able to see. Sure enough, you're very close, and you're just like, all right, gonna kill me, and you're able to land it. On the borderline of land and crash. The one lowish roll is the one to land. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's it's enough that nothing is severely damaged. The only thing being canister. Caleb do something with that. Uh, as a matter of fact, as he starts like observing it with his spells, he's just like, okay. Um, apparently, we're really close. You guys. Uh, Walk a little bit ahead. Plink, you can stick around with me. If things go bad, message me on the Stone of Far Speech and I'll see if I can get this thing up and ready. And he starts casting the mending spell with Plink to try and repair the canisters. You lot walk a bit of ways ahead <clears throat> and you see you're in a very lush area. Forests and trees. It almost looks like you just walked into a national park. Hmm. I, I like hmm. this so much better. And there's a point uh, where this tiefling woman a purple tiefling woman in elaborate purple clothing and lush, lush black hair. She's just walking around kind of aimlessly. She looks over to all of you and just, Oh, it's nice to meet you. Um, I can't stay very long, fortunately, but uh, let me welcome you to District 4. Selesnia. I'm not Selesnia myself. Even though I am Orzhov, I can't appreciate it. Sometimes it's prettier than the gold I wear. <clears throat> That's a good one. And she walks a little bit of a ways away. That was the most normal conversation we've had all day. So nice. And you just hear, ah! And with that shriek of horror, this large, giant elephant woman jumps <laughs> ten feet back at the sight of you. <laughs> if When she hits the ground, I'm probably going to go in the air next. You go... <laughs> She looks over. Who are all of you? You're not supposed to be here. You're not on the schedule. The what? There's a schedule? Well, of course, I have a schedule for healing. I heal all the animals work in Lesnia Conclave. Do we, do we look like animals to you? I mean... I'm an elephant. I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe you haven't. Uh, look, I I'm doing my best at the whole physical healing thing. Really, I'm just trying to help my fellow man see the beauty of Mat Celestia. I'm more of a spiritual healer, I guess you'd say. Oh my god. That sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You sound like someone I should know. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Just looks. Uh, don't tell me, don't tell me. Uh, you're Althea! <laughs> well, it's like, it's not Rose, right? You're not no, rogue. no, no. The two of them are just <laughs> sitting there <laughs> plotting. <laughs> I think Andre at like... this point is just like, I, I think we've run into uh, not Rowan. No, it's got to be not Janice. Oh my god, I'm a giant elephant. Oh my god, I'm a tiny whatever you are. It's great because <laughs> she was dressed as a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, that's really at this point, uh, <clears throat> at this point, she goes, "Are you here for the performance?" 
That must be it. You're dressed. You're. Oh no, you're dressed pretty normally, actually. Are you trying to join the Celestia? Oh, I can assure you, it's the best choice you'll ever make. It's so nice here. The rest of Ravnica is so violent, you know. I mean, if I had to choose, yeah. I mean, but, uh, but of course, I think like all... Rowan's initial reaction was like, "Oh my god, I'm an elephant." But now there's a part of her that's like, "Oh my god, yes, I seem like an actually nice person." And also, I'm so tall. This is amazing. She just goes, that over there was one of my friends. I have friends from all the guilds, including the Orzhov. She can be a bit mean sometimes, but she's pretty all right. Uh, you I are the nicest person we have met today. I'm going to follow you. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay. Um, what are you looking for? Uh, the Rakdos. <gasps> They're performing tonight here, aren't they? Oh, maybe they aren't. Oh, God. Oh. Someone has to keep that. Um, who was in charge of the schedule today? She looks over. Oh, I remember. And as she kind of plods along, this uh, dark-skinned woman uh, appears with pinkish hair. And Rev, <laughs> what does she say? Oh, yay. Oh, my God. Oh, um. Schedule. Um, uh, yes, that would be tonight. She's adorable. <laughs> I think I think my jaw has to pick up a bit. Um, okay, she's just like, oh, she's thank so you so much. Uh, and she walks back. Yes, they're performing tonight. As a matter of fact, and you just hear boom, I think they're here now. And oh yes, right on time. A cavalcade of people show up, and at that moment, uh, Andre, you had the GPS when you were in charge. You look and it is. You have to like put it somewhere to muffle it because it's going off like a bullet as this cart walks by, full of people dressed in red and black with white pale painted on the pale white painted on their skin, performing juggling feats, uh, things on fire that you can soon see that they're juggling flaming skulls. Um, Why? This is Rowan is Rowan is now so confused at the fact that like other her seems to be enjoying this. I want to do that. They're no, just, Rowan, can I juggle the fire rocks? No, they're Please. dancing around and uh, sorry, start dancing with them. <laughs> as they finally reach out to the center, a man in particular walks up with a mask on that has two horns coming from either end. He looks up to a. Uh, the other Rowan and just goes, I assume arrangements are made. Oh, of course. Your stage and everything is ready, as per the Azorius Law. Your, your monthly performance. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, everyone, set up. You're going to be on in a few hours. He looks at all of you for a second. Uh, Andre, I need you to make a stealth check really fast to see how well you can hide the beeping. Uh, okay, um... Oh, that's a natural 20. <laughs> nice. So Silence. Silence. He just looks at all of you. Hmm. I don't think I've seen you around the Celestia before. And you just, like, see him take off the mask, revealing a human face. And he just goes, oh, My name is Severin, and I believe we're going to have a wonderful time together. <laughs> this voice just completely changes with the mask. He he kind of leans up against the tree. Severin. He leans up against the tree. It's 
he looks up. <laughs> oh, you. He goes, you're hilarious. Oh, you're going to do wonderfully. Boys. And two little infernal imps just walk up uh, with red and black clothing at the ready. And sorry, before you can blink, you are draped in a jester costume. What a perfect audience volunteer! Anyone else interested in performing? I t- I'll tell it's you this. Best life. <laughs> it's life. I'll promise you this. It's a, it will be a night to die for. 